Greetings, astro darlings, and welcome to the Golden Astrologer podcast. I'm Deb McBride. I am recording this lovely event in Escazú, Costa Rica, where it's pouring rain and has been pouring rain for days and days and days. And that's good. It's good because it didn't rain back in July. So we are here on Sunday, the 19th of November in the year 2023. And this year is just flying. And I may say this often, but I really can't wrap my head around it. So here we are in the year 2023, November 19th. And the week ahead is the week of gratitude, at least in the United States where they celebrate Thanksgiving. They don't celebrate Thanksgiving here in Costa Rica. But I give Thanksgiving every year. I I chose to make a Thanksgiving dinner and now in my community where we are, everyone loves it. And it's, you know, I make a turkey and everything. So I think it's important to celebrate gratitude. I think there should be at least one day a year where we stop everything and we celebrate and give thanks and, and have gratitude. Though we should have gratitude every day, all the time, always. And gratitude is one of those energies that can we cannot have enough of, okay? No matter what is going on in our lives, no matter where we are, it should always be a reminder to us, there should always be a reminder to us to have gratitude because we've gotten to where we are. We've gotten here because of other events in our lives. And sometimes they're not great events. They're not events we would have chosen, but they are events that led us to where we are. And so being in a place of gratitude is very, very important because we're alive, we're breathing, we experience life, our hearts beating, gratitude for your organs and your glands for functioning in your body. You know, if we, if we gave gratitude to our body every day, I think we treat our body very differently, each of us. So this is an important week when we experience, uh, you know, Thanksgiving, if you're celebrating Thanksgiving. And if not, if you don't celebrate Thanksgiving in your country or where you are, then it's a good time to experience some time for gratitude. It is a good time to sit down and have a meal of gratitude or and this is why we say grace and people say grace before their meal because it's like thank you for this meal but having gratitude and there is there's always going to be things that you're grateful for that happen during the year and so if you take that day or you take some time and you express that you know energetically that does us very well and I spoke about energetics on Instagram today and energetics are really an important part of our life, whether we want to acknowledge it or not. Energetically, if something is going on, it could be the very thing that's getting in the way. It could be the very thing that's causing the obstacles. And we just think it's, you know, and maybe we don't have enough gratitude. And maybe when we have more gratitude, it opens up the gates for us to receive more. Okay. And if you're always thinking about lack, instead of, you know, coming into a place of gratitude, then if you're focusing on lack, you're not focusing on gratitude, you know, or you might about something in your life, but it's important to connect to the gratitude because as a Dr. Joe says, Dr. Joe Dispenza says, gratitude is the ultimate state of receivership. If you are grateful for something that's not happened in your life yet, and you are grateful 
for something that is to be or to come or that you want to create in your life. And if you're grateful for what you do have and you're grateful for something that, you know, I'm grateful for my long life. I'm grateful for my, uh, you know, complete happiness, you know, et cetera. It's, you're more likely to call that into your life if you're grateful for something that you don't have yet than if you sit here wishing you had it and you're like, why don't I have it? Okay, so focusing on focusing on the gratitude brings what you need to you and what you want to you. So get into the feeling, the feeling of gratitude, of being grateful for something that could be really incredible for your life. Now, what is that? What is that that is something you really wish to manifest in your life? If you have gratitude for that, then the gratitude is going to give you an open invitation for those things to be manifested, for those things to come into your life. So ponder upon that during this week, which is a week of gratitude. And and every week should be a week of gratitude, right? So the other thing I want to say is I'm very excited because last week, this past week, I announced after the new moon my new Alchemy membership. So this is going to be a monthly membership and you join and you come every month. We'll have a a get together, a meeting online where we do an astrology update, where we do an energetic activation, which is most likely going to be Reiki. We'll do a training. So any sort of topic of the month that I'm going to discuss, we'll do a training on that. Um, and an energetic transmission, a training, um, an educational experience. So it'll be an educational experience. It'll be astrology, an update on astrology for the month. It'll be a, an energetic activation. And then there will be discounts and goodies and a Facebook group for people to be in. And I can drop in there and answer questions and connect with people and also bring goodies, right? So this is like maybe you'll have like a week-long challenge or a month-long challenge and, and stuff like that. So all sorts of things and PDFs and anything I might feel like handing out that month. So I welcome one and all. If you're interested, get in touch with me, Deb at DebMcBride.com, info at TheGoldenAstrologer.com. And it's $97 a month. And if you take a six-month um, payment, you'll do $500 instead of, you know, six months of $97. So if you do it all at once, you get a discount. And I'm excited about it. It's going to start in January 2024. So very excited about this. This will be something I'll be promoting a lot. And you'll be seeing it on Instagram. I'm very excited. And we'll be celebrating that as, as January arrives. The week ahead is actually... Uh, a one of changes as the sun is going to move into Sagittarius. So Scorpio season is over and that went by in a flash. Now, didn't it? It's the 22nd on Wednesday and that is the day that the sun enters Sagittarius at 9.03 a.m. Eastern time. So that'll be 8.03 a.m. my time. And the sun goes into the fiery Jupiterian Sagittarius for the next 30 days. Now, (laughs) I say this every year, and I'll say it again. Sagittarius is like Santa Claus, right? So now everybody starts the rock and roll for Christmas. (laughs) And 
Sagittarius is a big, jolly guy in a red suit, okay? A very jolly soul. And merry and jolly and happy, okay? So that is the essence of Sagittarius. And it's big and it's grand and it's buoyant and it's jolly. And it's so this is something we want to be aware of as the seasons shift and change. Now, the um, winter solstice will happen at the beginning of Capricorn in a month. And between now and then, we're ruled by Jupiter. The sun is ruled by Jupiter in the sky. It's Jupiter. And What's interesting, and I say this all the time because I learned this, I had this drummed into my head by Michael Luton. Um, when we shift from Sagittarius to Capricorn later in December, we are shifting from Jupiter to Sagittarius in Sagittarius, or not Jupiter in Sagittarius, but the, the rulership of Sagittarius is Jupiter, right? So the energies are Jupiter. And then we're shifting into Saturn. Okay, now this is a weird thing because all the preparations for Christmas and New Year's are all Jupiterian. And by the time we get to Christmas, we're in Capricorn and we're ruled by Saturn. This is why people get depressed at Christmas. This is why people feel alone at Christmas. This is people, you know, spending New Year's by themselves. This is, you know, it's a different vibe. Saturn is an entirely different vibe than Jupiter. Saturn is much more solemn and sober. And so by the time we get to Christmas and New Year's, and, and it's always this outrageous stuff on New Year's Eve, right? Because woohoo, the year is over and, we're, and everybody wants the new year to come because the last year they're ready to throw out the window, right? <laughs> but that Saturnian energy is one of somberness. And it doesn't match the whole hoopla around New Year's Eve. The, the energy of Sagittarius is hoopla, <laughs> you know. So Jupiter will go direct at New Year's. And so that's a good thing. So that might make some hoopla at New Year's Eve. <laughs> but really, it's a Saturnine time. And right now is the Jupiterian time. And so here we are. Um, entering this on Wednesday morning and in this region of the world. And it's very interesting. So this is, this is like the sun, the vitality, the life force is now going into a very fiery sign. And so we're going to have fire in the sky again. And we haven't had much fire. You know, there's been a lot of water with planets in Scorpio. Um, there's been, you know, the North Node and Chiron are in Aries, but they're not very, um, they're not planets, you know. Chiron's a comet, North Node is a point. And so there's nothing been in Leo for a while. And so now we're moving into Sag season. We have Mercury and Sag for, you know, for this time. We've had some Mercury and Sag. But the sun is like the grand vita energy and the grand vitality. So we're waiting for that sun in Sagittarius. Now, it's an interesting thing because Scorpio comes this dark time of autumn and things like the leaves falling off trees and trees dying and things dying. It's a time of death. We visit the ancestors, you know, at November 1st. And then we go into this Sagittarius. And then there's Capricorn, right? <laughs> it seems kind of lopsided, but this is, this is the way it works. So 
Okay, so now we're going into Sag. Sag is ruled by Jupiter. Jupiter is in Taurus right now, and that's ruled by Venus. And Venus right now is in Libra. So really, again, once again, the skies are ruled by Venus. Venus in Libra, and she'll be there for a little while yet. So when we get to um, this week, you know, Wednesday, when the sun goes into Sagittarius, you know, there's a, you can always, it's a palpable shift. You can always feel this. It's like, ah, what was that? It just went, got lighter and a little more frivolous. And so Jupiter can be overindulgent. And this is one of those times of the year, as we all know, well, that you can overdo it. So be careful, don't overdo it. And, you know, Sagittarius takes place as of Wednesday and Thursday's Thanksgiving in some regions of the world and some houses of the world, even if it's not in the region of the world. <laughs> but this is highly indulgent time. This is like overeating, overspending, over drinking, over partying. So bear this in mind because we pay later. This is Jupiter now, Saturn later. The credit card bills come when Saturn is ruling the heavens when Saturn is ruling the sun. And that's at the end of December and in January, right? The cold month up north. But Jupiter is like, it's like all hell. Like, yeah, let's celebrate. It's all Jupiter. <laughs> this is where we are right now. And so it's so hard to put the brakes on. And it's so hard to not get all, you know, excited and you want to be very aware of how you use your energy during this time. If you feel yourself getting pulled into the frivolity and the, you know, there's got to be some lightheartedness, especially at this time of year, you want to bring joy and merriment to others, right? And love. And so that's where the goodwill should go. It should go towards your friends, your loved ones, some for yourself, but spreading joy, especially right now when the world is in such a dramatic place, spreading joy and good cheer and, and goodness is where we want to take our energy right now. Okay. Now there's, okay. So the sun and Mars, as I speak, are still in Scorpio and they are together. They have been together for a few days. They've been traveling very close to one another the sun and Mars. So they will therefore enter Sagittarius within a few days of one another. So Wednesday we get the sun in Sagittarius and then Friday we get Mars in Sagittarius 5.15 a.m. Eastern time. So they're still going to continue to be very close to one another. So midweek you're going to feel the energy shift as the sun enters Sagittarius and then as Mars enters Sagittarius at the end of the week. So then we'll have three planets in Sagittarius. So there'll be lots of fire in the sky. We'll have air. We have water. We have earth. And so this is good. The elements are balanced. But it's good to have fire because then we have some get up and go and some motivation. Things don't necessarily um, shake out that way all the time. But now that we're moving into Sag season, Mars hasn't been in Sagittarius in two years. So it was around like November, December 2021, the last time it was in Sagittarius. And this is the cycle of Mars. So this is good. Mars is a fiery planet. It likes to be in Sagittarius. This is very good for us 
and our energy and our motivation. And especially since, you know, Scorpio season has featured Mars, which it it does belong in Scorpio. It was the ancient ruler of Scorpio. So it, it does well there, but it's heavy there. And then all that business opposite Uranus a week ago, which was, I think, pretty intense. <laughs> it was really intense. And if you were around last Monday, last Monday the 13th on that new moon, boy, that was hot. And, you know, I had to put out some fires <laughs> and I had to um, talk people down. And I had my own surprises that came under that new moon um, that I had to contend with for most of the weekend that I'm very tired from. <laughs> so, we're looking at we're looking at lighter energy we're looking at more like buoyant energy and that's a good thing so our mood should shift our energy should shift our our goals are going to be a little different we're going to be a little more motivated and getting up and going now remember that saturn is in pisces and saturn is you know still at the same degree of zero degrees Pisces, where it went direct early November, November 4th. And here we are in mid-November, and Saturn is still at the same degree, zero degrees Pisces. So anything that enters Sagittarius, Gemini, or Virgo at this point in time is going to uh, create a disharmony or a challenge to Saturn. And because those are mutable signs and Pisces is a mutable sign. And so where we are right now is that when the sun goes into Sagittarius, it's going to be immediately met by Saturn the next day. So the sun will go into Sagittarius Wednesday, the 22nd. And then on Thursday, the 23rd, the sun immediately challenges or what we call a square because it's 90 degrees to Saturn immediately challenges Saturn at 4:47 a.m. Thursday morning Eastern time. This is a very um, this is one of those that happens all the time. It just happens in different places in the zodiac. We have it twice a year where Saturn and the Sun go like in a square to each other and it's challenge. And so this is where that buoyancy gets a little bit tested, okay? So you got to just move past it. And it, it can help restructure because Saturn, that's what Saturn does best. It structures, structure that buoyancy so we don't go into overindulgence. So the Sun-Saturn square is going to occur on Thursday. And then naturally, Mars will go into Saturn on Friday. And then Mars will square Saturn on Saturday. So imagine that both of these planets, the Sun and Mars, have been traveling together, and then they're going to step into Sagittarius, and as soon as they do that, within 24 hours, they're going to be going into a square with Saturn. So it's like you walk in the door, and you're all like, ready to party, because it's Sag season, and you get there, and Saturn is waiting for you. Saturn there presents responsibilities, duties, dramas, dilemmas, and things that we have to solve. So don't get too cozy in the Sag vibe before you deal with Saturn. Just go, okay, mm -hmm, feeling good, feeling motivated. Okay, here's something that I have to handle. Here is a responsibility that I need to deal with. And let me take care of that. And just handle it like you handle everything else. 
okay? We're all adults. Saturn is a very adult planet. It makes us be adults. It makes us take responsibility. So the experience of Saturn is going to dampen the joyousness of Sagittarius just the first day. And then we get into Mars with Sag, and then it's going to dampen it 11.57 a.m. when it squares Saturn. And then once we get past Saturday, I think we're going to feel a lot better. So it's that middle of the week you know, it's going to be a little bit up and a little bit down and a little bit up and a little bit down. It's okay. It's not like a big cluster of planets getting together like we had last Monday. Um, it's not that. It is a very focused, structured, organized, responsibility-oriented um, challenge, okay? So just as we start to get a little more... Um, fiery, we're like, it's dampened a bit by the Saturn. Okay, Saturn is often called a wet blanket. So you know what that feels like. If you get a wet blanket tossed at you or tossed over you, it's like, yeah, right? So it's like, okay, let me just deal with this. So you might be thinking, oh, good, my energy's feeling great, and I'm feeling, I'm swinging, and then, oh, yeah, there's that. Okay. Mm -hmm. So don't get ahead of yourself, okay? Don't go like, Ooh, I got a bonus this week. I'm going to spend it all. <laughs> you know, that kind. it's that kind of energy. It's that, yeah, I got a bonus this week. I'm going to spend No, you're going to sit down and remember what you're responsible about and that what bills need to be paid and maybe that you need to not blow the bonus on something. It's that energy. It's, I got a bonus. Ooh, I forgot I have responsibilities. Yes, I have to deal with that. So it's just a sort of a sobering energy that we're going to have. And just be aware of that. If you stay focused in that, you're not going to be slapped around by Saturn. You're just going to be like, okay, you know, I'm just, it's routine. I've got to get my ducks in a row and, and that's it. But remember that Sagittarius gets like really energized. And then when it hits the wall of Saturn, it starts to feel like, oh, you know, oh God, is this ever going to be, this is, I'm going to have to endure this some more. Is it ever going to be over? It's okay. It's going to pass. And once we get to the weekend, we have like after Saturday, when we get into later on Saturday and then on Sunday, then we're going to feel a little bit better. Okay. And then by the time we get to Monday, the 27th, which is a week from tomorrow, there will be a full moon at four degrees Gemini. So remember that once we go into Sag season, the full moon is in Gemini. Okay. That means the moon is opposite the sun. The opposite sign from Sag is Gemini. That's what we're doing. So we're, we're getting into that Gemini Sagittarius energy. And it will be further along enough away so that Saturn is not too involved, okay? But it, Saturn may linger a little bit, but really, I think we're going to be fine once we get past it. And you may not even notice it. You may be involved in your day-to-day -day work and responsibilities. It's not going to be like last Monday, which was crazy, which was too much, which was frenetic and chaotic. And it just, it was way, way over the top. And we're moving past all of that. And I'm, I, there should be a sense of relief after last week. <laughs> and I think there will be a sense of relief once we go into Sagittarius season. It's just that we have to remember Saturn is involved. Okay, so that's just 
just keep a lid on it. If you find yourself with extra cash, don't spend it. Be responsible with it. Now, remember what I say about energy and remember what I say about money. Money loves to be spent on desires, not needs. So the more we experience desires, and you could buy yourself a little desire, something small, and that, that you don't need. If you do get like a windfall, you hit the lottery this week, you get some extra cash, don't, don't hoard it. Be free with it, but not so free, okay? Just just maybe treat yourself a little bit, and that's just an example, but that's sort of the vibe, so that's why I keep using money as an example, because Jupiter's like abundance and fortune and cash, and yeah, and so we just keep moving with the notion that we have to stay responsible, okay? So other things going on this week is that tomorrow, Monday, the 20th, can you believe it's the 20th of November? Um, the sun in Scorpio is going to make a lovely sextile, which is a smooth flowing aspect to Pluto in Capricorn at 426 p.m. Eastern time. That's very strong. It's very empowering. It is very motivated. Capricorn and Scorpio are like the industrious people. You know, Virgo is too, but like Scorpio and Capricorn business acumen, you know? So that sun in Scorpio is going to sextile... Pluto and Capricorn. And that's that's very powerful. That's very strong. Mercury tomorrow night at 10.08 p.m. will trine Chiron, Mercury and Sag. And so it's going to help us understand and connect with our wounds a little better. It's going to help us really understand what the wounds are in a very familiar and calm way. Nothing too stressful. Um, and then on Tuesday, remember the sun and Mars are traveling close to each other. The sun will sextile Pluto on Monday and Mars will sextile Pluto on Tuesday. So this is good. This is, you know, all very good. Everybody's making nice, nice with Pluto. And that's good. That means that we're, we're owning our power in a friendly way, in a, in a way with vitality. Okay. So this is really important. Um, and then on Wednesday, when we do get that nice Sag sun, Venus will oppose Chiron because Venus is in Libra and Chiron is in Aries. And so maybe there'll be some empathic moments for us on Wednesday. But, you know, um, if you are celebrating Thanksgiving, it's the sun Saturn square. It's in the wee hours. So by the time you're ready to eat dinner and all, it should be fine. It should be have moved on and, and stuff. You might be, see, there's, there's another thing. Rushing around and working and get everything together for a holiday. That's a sun Saturn. That's like I'm being responsible and I have to be the responsible hostess and I've got to get all my organization together and start my process on Wednesday, even though I've shopped for everything already. But, you know, there's always a certain, um, certain amount of responsibility around holidays. I actually like the fact that this particular Thanksgiving is not with some crazy full moon that's with like an outer planet or 
<laughs> you know, some sort of like there was in 2018, there was a full moon on Thanksgiving and it was out of control. It was just I don't know what else was going on with it, but I remember it was an over the top full moon in Gemini and the kids were wild. People were wild. It was too crowded. It was too crazy. It was too much. And I was I was exhausted after that 2018. And I th thought to myself, maybe I shouldn't be doing this. <laughs> it was like all these people showed up that I didn't know. Um, it was just, you know, of course they were, they were quasi invited. They came with friends, but it was, it was wild. <laughs> it was wild. So there's not that, and it's not a wild day. It's a square, the sun square. And in fact, I'm already feeling it because, you know, here it's been raining so much on Thanksgiving. We've the last bunch of years, we've been able to put the furniture out on the lawn. Well, not that I have a big lawn, but in my garden, some of the furniture, and it's been a beautiful evening under the stars, in the garden, on the patio. It's been beautiful. It's raining so much. I don't think we're going to get that. Like the gardens are like a swamp right now. It's, it's so muddy. So we're, it's going to be a little more con restricted and constricted. So that's, that's a Saturn energy, you know? So there's that. And remember last Wednesday when I said we had an interesting dynamic aspect between Venus, Mercury, and Jupiter? Well, remember it was, I called it a yacht. It's like a Y in the sky and where the placements of Venus in Libra and Mercury in Sagittarius are, they were making this interesting relationship with Jupiter. Now, I personally experienced that as a lot of freedom and release and, and stuff, but this time they're still moving along relatively in sextile to one another, but they're going to do the same relationship to Uranus. And that's at the end of the week. So Friday, Mercury will in conjunct Uranus and Sunday, Venus will in conjunct Uranus. So there's like this little leeway in between and it's not going to be as tight as all of that happened on one day last Wednesday. This is over the course of the weekend between Friday and Sunday. So this is an interesting... An in conjunct is always sort of an adjustment where we need to make an adjustment. And um, that was a particularly good adjustment. That was a freeing adjustment. And this should be liberating as well because it's Uranus. Uranus is always liberating. But this is an experience of Mercury to Uranus, which is very intellectual and analytical, and Venus to Uranus, which is liberating personally and emotionally. So I think it's going to be interesting as these two planets still speak to one another and they move into this dynamic with Uranus, which is at 20 degrees of Taurus. So I expect some freedom, some big thinking, some free thinking, some loosening up of, you know, where we might be a little stuck. So this is, this is something, um, positive and opening. Okay. It's a little bit, it's like I said, it's a little bit of an adjustment. And if you have to adjust, that's fine. But this is something that's actually, I think, going to be liberating and freeing as we experience those, you know, squares to Saturn and stuff. So there's a little bit of a, a freeing up of energy. Okay. And that is our week. So I think this is a, a much easier week than last week. I think starting last week was very chaotic. And then I think we were all exhausted by the end of the week. Um, and this is different. Saturn, Saturn's not the, the chaos of Uranus and Mars, right? It's not that. This is, this is much more sedate and focused and like, 
you know, there may be, like it's, like I said, it, the thing that you need to be aware of is like, oh, I'm going to have fun. Oh, I've got to be responsible. Okay. So the minute you want to let loose, you don't get very far because then you get Saturn right away. So there's just be on your best behavior and stay focused and stay grounded and stay very responsible. Okay. In your, in the frivolity of Sagittarius. I'm Deb McBride. This is the Golden Astrologer Podcast. You can reach me for a session if you would like through my website, thegoldenastrologer.com. Click on book online and you can book Reiki, which is beautiful, astrology, and there's expansion mentoring, which is my three-month, six-month, or 12-month program where you can work with me extensively and we do work on the energetics of your life and shift and change mindset and help you grow and expand to something greater and love your life more okay it does lots of things like that if you want to get in touch with me and ask me more questions about that i'm happy to talk to you there's some um lovely testimonials on my pinned on my instagram which is the golden astrologer and they talk about that and also my other work and i invite you to contact me if you're interested in anything you don't where you don't know where to proceed or how to proceed or you'd like to um, ask me some questions it's info at the golden astrologer.com and uh, deb at debmcbride.com and i welcome you to my world and every week i'm on this podcast i'm on instagram and instagram carries over to facebook remember there's my wonderful membership approaching and so join me if you'd like write to me if you want to know more and I'm also going to be giving details soon about an upcoming event where we talk about the new year, an astrology event. So stay tuned. Thank you for listening. Gratitude to each and every one of you. Have a beautiful week of gratitude. Celebrate gratitude this week. Thank you for listening. Have a beautiful week.